Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cinephiles Extended Cut, the show where we break down the biggest news stories of the week, as well as some other stories that didn't quite make the cut in the original Cinephiles. So, guys, thank you very much for joining us this week. Um, and if you like what you see here, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, this is a special episode, guys, because we are doing it live. Very we'll special. We'll do it live. Yes, we'll do it spontaneous. Live. Anything can happen. Uh, <laughs> Phoebe might swear. Liam might jump off it's the chair. It's happened before. I it might. has. I definitely will. Yeah. So the energy is high. We're who, very excited. Who do we got on the panel right now? We didn't uh, introduce well, I guess we should do that. Okay. Give me some time to do it, Liam. <laughs> we got good old Justin, Phoebe, and Liam is on the computer on today. On the comments. And he's going to be hanging out with you guys online. So uh, please chat us up if you have any questions, concerns, or concerns. You know, just straight up uh, <laughs> comments. Yeah. We just, want your hot takes. That's it. Let us know. Um, he's going to be monitoring this the whole way through. So uh, we look forward to hearing uh, what you guys write. So it's also a very special episode because we all watched a little movie called Mission Impossible over the week. That's right. Because yes. it celebrated uh, its anniversary last week. Yes. Well, no. no it, not not no, its anniversary. A new the one new movie, coming out. Uh, Fallout. Yes. Coming yes. out next week, right? Next, no, yes. coming out next week. I praise for that movie. So we decided what a great time to go back and check out the classic, see how it compares when we finally do get a chance to see the new one. That's right. Yes. That's right. And if you were watching us last week, we asked, we asked you to watch with us. So... Um, just give us your impressions. Write Liam. Let us know what you thought. Anyone um, who has seen Mission Impossible, let us know what you thought of it. The first one, at least. There you go. Um, I'll be looking in the comments and then bring them up. Yes. And we're going to have an open discussion about what we all thought about it. Precisely. But let's start with the panel, sure. Justin. Um, you were quoting this for the past couple of days. It's a very quotable movie. <laughs> yeah. and I don't think I don't think it's intentional. Like the quoting, I mean, maybe it is, but there's a few scenes where Tom Cruise just gets to scream, they're dead. Yeah. They're all dead. <laughs> Wake up, Claire. Wake up. <laughs> and it's just like classic 90s overacting that's like it doesn't take away from the movie it just kind of dates it in a, in a very like See, earnestly and fun way we had talked about this before you you're you were making fun of that line yeah it's funny you call it overacting and i was that's like one of the moments where i'm just like man you know tom cruise is a good actor yeah. but you think it's overacting i think it's a good what it's you a bit over think? the top we were talking about how or at least i personally think that um tom cruise can act the hell out of like a sense of urgency mm -hmm. yeah. and I think we see that like people always meme his like run which is like creates that sense of urgency so perfectly but <laughs> yeah. in this movie it's just like him yelling a lot yes. at people like the whole like wake up Claire or in the phone <laughs> yeah. 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 they're all dead, they're all dead. Yeah. my team is dead yeah. um, so I had seen this movie as a kid uh, I hadn't seen it since and I, I loved it like I I can't believe I was allowed to watch it as a kid because it is kind of brutal, especially like the first 20 especially minutes. Especially the elevator they're, scene, man. They're yes. good at cutting away at like when it's about to get really brutal, yeah. but yeah. the implied violence in this movie is like pretty crazy. Yeah, yes. There's a lot of stuff that I was like really shocked by, especially in the opening. That's you know what, what I, I was shocked it, by was uh, Phoebe. <laughs> this was the first time you have seen this yes, movie? Yes, I was a newbie. I'd never seen Crazy. this movie. And I was so excited when it when it opened and we see this amazing cast. We have Emilio Estevez, who I'm like obsessed with. Like he's amazing. Samesies. And you Mighty know, Ducks. Right at the beginning, <laughs> like like spoiler alert, everybody dies. Like yeah. I was so shocked and I was like talking to the person that I was watching it with and I was like, oh my God, I love Emilio Estevez. This is like an awesome pair up. And then he died. And I was yeah. like, yeah. what? 
what's happening? But it was so good. Like I had never really been like like attracted to Tom Cruise movies because I never really, you know, I, I like. But I love Tom. You're a detractor of his acting. No, no, not at all. It's just something that I never gravitated towards. And okay. like you said, he's a really good actor. Like he's yeah. actually really fun to watch. He has like this boyish charm. And oh, totally. He's, like always got this big smile on, and it's like really goofy, but also it's like you know, it's it's sort of like makes you like him like yeah. as a person. Yeah, for sure. So I thought that it was a really fun movie. Yeah. Have you seen any of the other Mission Impossible? No. Um, wow, they're I actually very good. They're all. Yeah, they're yeah. all very good. Um, just to touch on that, like the fact that in the Mission Impossible franchise, like every few years, a new director would take a crack at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one's directed by John Woo. Yep. The third one by Brad, uh, by J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Fourth one, Brad Bird. Brad and who's Bird. the, and then, the last uh, two? Christopher McQuarrie, who did the Jack Reacher movies. Mm. Right, but yeah. this one was Brian De Palma, Brian De Palma which yeah. seems like a weird pairing. But his stamp is all over it. Yes. Like he does like so like many like of those it. long pans and like those kind of weird superimposed shots. I don't know. I'm yeah, there was a lot of stuff but. in this movie, just the way that scenes were like framed and how they played out that felt very 90s. They don't, it doesn't feel like a modern action movie in a lot of ways. It's very of its well, time. Like, yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise doesn't shoot a gun in the whole movie, which I guess later That's on in really the franchise come, comes to be a big part uh, of it. What are the comments you're saying? I'm interested to Yes, know please. Uh, so there's a few I noticed here just uh, looking. Um, Jason Barnes said the first two Mission Impossibles are, were great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the first two. I, I would say that they extend further than that. I would say the I really fourth. Like, I really like the third and the fourth yeah. one a lot. I, I haven't like seen the third, third one. one. Um, some kid named Evan says the Bourne <laughs> series is better. Interesting. Uh, I, I would say a lot more gritty. I agree. Though. A lot, a more, lot more misses work. in that series. You could argue that maybe like the first two Bourne movies are like better overall, but there's a lot more misses in the Bourne series yeah. than there are. Well, as of recent, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Michelle says, I like when he jumped on Oprah's couch. I don't think you saw the same movie that we did. <laughs> you didn't That's see that? That was uh, the post credit scene. You didn't see that part where he's jumping on Oprah's couch? Oh, I, I shut it off as soon as the credits <laughs> That started. might have been one of uh, Tommy Boy's, uh, you know... <laughs> Not best moments. Fair enough. We'll uh, leave it at that there. Nile, Thanks, Michelle. Nile, sorry, I can't. I don't know if I'd be able to pronounce your last name. Um, MI1 was good and still holds up in terms of action, and some camera work was great, too. Tom Cruise yeah. is a really good actor and one of the last blockbuster all-around heroes. I agree I with agree that. With that. Like, That's I totally agree with that. I totally agree with what that person's saying. Um, Tom Cruise, like, I don't know, he's just, like, held up so well, and I feel I feel like a lot of the times, like, these action stars, the start, like, start to get stale. Yeah. And, like, after a while, it's like, oh, my God, they're overstaying their welcome. But, like, everybody loves Tom Cruise, and he just keeps putting out these amazing movies. Yep. And I think that's a testament to, like, not only his acting, but, like, he's just, like, so dedicated. He yep. does all of his own stunts. He For this movie, I heard that he learned how to, like, drive a helicopter and, like, do, like, like a tailspin with it. Like he that's got his own crazy. license. Yeah. yeah. I think like yeah. no matter how weird he is as a person jumping on Oprah's couch, <laughs> how like, weird he, he he's really, really dedicated to his craft. Yeah. And I think that that like it really shows yeah. in not his many people do the same trajectory. Thing, that's the I, interesting thing that I I always take I always compare them to uh you know James Bond. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they always change the yeah. bond every three, four, five movies. But he's he's still going, well, you know, he I can't picture, want to get that role. I up. can't picture this franchise without him. No, yeah, for sure. Um there's one more comment I want to read here that it was kind of interesting, actually. Uh, Alvin Shanklin said, good morning from Alaska. Good morning. Hey. Uh, good morning. Hey. Um, I feel the first doesn't hold up as well as I thought. Action scenes are far, far more intense this time around. I would agree. True. But I mean, like oh, this, yeah. mo- this is definitely a different type of movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, I don't know if it's worse off like as like a toned down it's certainly different it's and it's very different like the the thing that stood out to me the most about the way that the action plays out in this movie is like everything's very over the top but yep. like 
just the right amount. So like if if this movie was made today, that scene with the the climactic scene with the helicopter in, <laughs> the, in the tunnel would have been so much. There would have been so many more explosions, and maybe there yeah. was like three more helicopters yeah. and a giant tr like everything just felt like crazy, but not overdone yeah. or overstated. Yeah. There's just so many more resources for action movies to, to kind of pool into. Yeah. I do love that the one thing that doesn't change is the crazy mask reveal. That's like yes. almost in every yeah. movie. I thought that was oh so great. I love that. I thought that That's was iconic. only in the second one because I remember the second one going They do it over the top in the second one. Yeah. That's like has been parodied to death in the second one. Yeah. 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 So Fallout is coming out. Yep. Um, that's why we're talking about this. We're excited for that. We're going to check wait. it out. Um, guys, those that uh, those that are watching, we're gonna watch Step Brothers over the weekend. Ten year week, anniversary because the ten year exactly is coming up next week. So we're gonna celebrate it with Step Brothers, one of the greatest comedies. Yes. Of, so come back uh, this time next week with your opinions about Step Brothers. Yeah, please. We'll be right here. Yep. We'll be right. We'll here. be right That's here. That's an ET reference. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's about time that we get to uh, the top three stories of the week, and we're gonna start things off with a new trailer that dropped, and it's a J.J. Abrams project. I know Liam is stoked on this one, but maybe you'll be a little disappointed. We're gonna talk about the disappointment point later. <laughs> sure. But um, the movie is called Overlord. First trailer came out, and it's a story about U.S. paratroopers who fall behind enemy lines and have to go up and fight against Nazi zombies. This is insane. It's crazy. <laughs> I've been following this movie for a year, I think, because yes. I love the Cloverfield franchise. Um, was very disappointed with Cloverfield Paradox. This one was supposed to be a Cloverfield movie. I think they took it out. But it's not anymore, yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, they, they talked to J.J. Abrams, and he's like, yeah, it's just a complete standalone movie, not part of the franchise. And to be honest, if it was part of the franchise, it'd be a little weird, no? It They've all been kind of Very yeah. tonally different, though. Yeah, yeah but that's you true. have, like, the previous two movies that are aliens from outer space, and then now there's Nazi zombies. Yeah. Um, this it, looks like a lot of fun. I think it looks like, trailer crazy. really took Insane. me for a ride. Like I was watching it and I was like, oh, really cool. Like a Nazi drama, you know, like like that sort of war era. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, what's going on? There's there's something else going on. And he's like looking into the little peephole. And I was like covering yeah. my eyes. Like I was just, yeah. is this a horror movie? Yeah. Like it looks really fun. It just felt like all over the place in the trailer for me. Yeah. Well, the the, the song, as much as I love the use, like the, the cut of the trailer, yeah. um, it did feel a little out of place. <laughs> I didn't I think. like that at all. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that. I just love the concept. Of yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Like people going to war, but like having to fight something that's like not, yeah. it wasn't their intention, especially like something supernatural. Yeah. I find it interesting that like so many years after Call of Duty kind of popularized Nazi zombies, someone was finally like, yeah, that's a great idea for a movie. For a movie. Yeah. Uh, surprised that one, they didn't find a way to put the Call of Duty stamp on that. You'd think that the people <laughs> yeah. over at Activision would be all over that. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, sure. yeah. yeah, this looks really cool. And I like the trailer a lot. I feel like it is victim to the thing we talk about all the time where it gives quite a lot of away about the plot uh but i'm very you think so yeah there were some character deaths in it that like yeah, it i don't know okay. how much that, that yeah you, you can you never see, tell how much that actually plays and where yeah. that is in the movie but it seems to me like they went a little too far yeah. they had me the minute they showed a zombie mm. yeah i was like okay i'm in but, but it like, keeps going yeah they do have that like jj abrams mystery box thing with that last shot of like him looking through the people and it's like what is he looking at yes so yeah. i think like scary people know, there is like that i just want to remind our audience if you have any thoughts on this please let liam know any any comments so there was a few uh jason barnes says womp womp throw this movie in the trash Oh, I don't know what he's talking oh about. damn! That's, uh, no patience words. for this one. Yeah, 
Um, and then Nile says uh, Cloverfield three was trash. One was the best. I would agree with you there. That seems one is yeah. probably my favorite. Let, three is definitely the worst one. Like I mean, yeah. oh, Paradox a was mess. A, a total yeah. disaster. I, I wanted to elaborate a bit on that. What do you guys like, the first one more or the second one more? I think the second one's a better movie. I think the first one gets me more excited because there's all that like viral marketing stuff that mm, like, yeah. kind of put it over the top for me. Yeah, being around for the viral marketing and yeah. like the the build up to that movie where it was like YouTube was still very young, but they yeah. used it a lot to like yeah. promote the movie. And it was just such a cool concept of like having these little things that were unrelated to what the story ultimately was, but still played into like people's excitement for it. And yeah. I just remember there were so many videos about like what does the monster look like taking little shots from the trailer to like figure out what yeah, oh, it was they really awesome. played the the secretive <clears throat> kind of angle on that. Yeah, one, so there was. Sure. I have a okay, yeah. okay, Phoebe. I have no opinion. Whoa, no, that is interesting. <laughs> I don't know you if I can allow that. Movie, yeah, that's I'm going to say the same. Ten Cloverfield Lane is is my favorite out of them. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's great. Um, nice little phone cameo on that too. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Coops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coops. The Coops. The Coops, man. Um, I mean, just to wrap that up, I. It, I feel it feels like kind of a B movie, but not yes. like B level kind of aesthetics. And that's kind of a you know? trend these days is like B movie concepts yeah. done with like a lot of prestige, and I think that's like a really cool concept. Yeah, yeah. totally. You guys are checking the laptop. There, anything? I good? just want to give a shout out to Alvin again. He says, "Who doesn't like John Goodman?" That is true. I love. I love exactly. John Thank Goodman you for saying that. Everyone loves John Goodman. One of the reasons why I think Ten Cloverfield Lane is better. Just yeah, he's performing. Cool. Speaking of performances, um, Mr. Timothy Chalamet. Um, so Denis Villeneuve, we our love favorite, him. he's from yep. Montreal. We're from Montreal. We love represent. to represent him. He's tackling another um, cult classic, if you will. He did Blade Runner 2049 last year, and he's doing it again, doing it all over with Dune. Yep. And Timothy Chalamet is in talks to star as the lead. I love Dune. Like I, I remember just watching it and thinking that it was so much fun. Like for what it was, I know it was like a huge box office bomb. And David Lynch like hates that movie and he never wants to talk about it. Yeah. But, like I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. I just like love Kyle MacLachlan, and I yeah. think that movie is just so funny. And I'm really interested to see what Denis Villeneuve because he has just like such an interesting vision what he's gonna do with it to like modernize it. And for Timothy sure. Chalamet is such a perfect choice to be playing that character. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested to see who will be playing Harkonnen. Oh, okay. That would be who a played cool, that in the I don't remember movie. what his name is, but it was yeah. it was it was a really cool performance. Like he was super creepy and like just disgusting. You know, he had like all those sores and everything. He was really gross. Yeah. So I'm really anxious to see how they modernize that story because cool. it's it's fun. It's a ride. Yeah, for it's sure. a ride. I want to ask Justin his thoughts, but before I do that, just gonna remind our audience, uh, what do you think of Dune? Is that anything you guys actually want to see or not? But Justin, um, is this something you want to see? I will respond to your question <laughs> with a question. <laughs> oh um, boy, okay. So there was some discussion online this week, and it was really interesting. Um, basically, the, the premise of the argument was the two people who have tried to take on this project have been uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky yeah. and David Lynch. Mm -hmm. yeah. And neither of them were able to succeed in their vision for different reasons. Yeah. Right? Jodorowsky was never able to make his movie. It became yeah. too ambitious. There's an awesome documentary about how that movie was it's progressing. Crazy. It's yeah. such a great story. I yeah. highly recommend Yodorovsky's Dune for anyone who's interested. The Dune movie that came out, David Lynch, like the control of the movie kind of got taken <laughs> away yeah. from him. So there's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's own, their own problems there. But those are two really acclaimed and beloved directors and they yeah. couldn't come up with a way to make Dune work. I love Denis Villeneuve. Do we think that he is the answer or is Dune just the unadaptable? 
I think I think he can do it. Well, I think I think he can do it. Nobody thought that like anybody would be able to make a good Blade Runner sequel. Exactly. That's a very good point. Yep. Yeah, especially like so many years after the original, um, and he he nailed it. So I think I think there is like hope. Sure. I, I do feel it's a very similar situation though, because Dune, just in terms of like its its cult status and also its appeal in in the mainstream, is very similar to Blade Runner. You know, it's um, I just don't know. I, I think critically, it'll probably be amazing. Yes. But it it might be a little bit harder for for them to get some people in the seats. And that was a problem with Blade Runner too. I mean, Blade Runner was like loved by critics. I think we all saw it. We all loved yeah. it. We thought it was excellent. Yeah. And then it didn't make very much money unfortunately yeah. and i feel like this project will obviously be very expensive yeah mm, might, definitely. may fall victim to the same thing yeah could this be the last we see of like a big budget denis villeneuve movie i really hope not because he's excellent when he yeah. has these pieces know, to play yeah, with because it's, like, it's a lot of millions of dollars to do an art film yes basically. Yeah. Yeah, a lot true, of money yeah. so what are the comments saying do people care about dune uh jason barnes says dune was so boring that i don't remember it interesting uh sam reed uh, says Timothy Chalamet is a great actor. I liked him in Call Me by Your Name. Yeah, I think we awesome. all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's so talented. Um, Sam Reed also says, "Is Denis Villeneuve the new Scorsese?" Ooh, interesting. I, he's got like I They're think Denis Villeneuve compare. has such a wide range of like he's done sci-fi, he's done like a thriller, like a few thrillers, I guess. I see where you're going with this, but I, I think I'm dramas. about to get insulted. Are you saying Martin Scorsese doesn't have range, Liam? Has Martin Scorsese made a sci-fi movie? Not to my knowledge. Interesting. No. I, think, I guess I no. Think maybe he's done in comedies. Terms of legacy yeah. then then yes, because Denis Villeneuve, you know, he's yeah. becoming like this director that everybody knows and he's making these amazing movies. Like I don't think that they I don't think that they're comparable. And if yeah. well, yeah. the one comparable that I would I think I see where he's coming from is the fact that they make movies in such a, a fast rate and at such a like positive clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Denis Villeneuve hasn't made a bad movie. Well, there was a run yeah. where he was doing like a movie every year. It wasn't like Prisoners, Prisoners, uh, Enemy, Sicario. Sicario. Yep. That was like all in the span of like Arrival, three Arrival. and then yeah. Blade Runner were like yeah. yeah, right off. Yeah, he's a busy man. Yeah, I don't know uh, how he does. I got it. another comment here. Uh, Thomas Gonzalez says Dune needs to be redone. The old classic is dated, and to be yeah. honest, it's not as good as some think. I don't know, if Phoebe. You okay? Come for me. I don't really <laughs> care. I like me. it, so that's fine. But yeah, I agree with him in the sense that it definitely is dated. Yeah. But that's the fun about movies like that. Like they exist within their own time period. We've yeah, talked sure. about that so much, and I, I think, think yeah. you have to take it for what it is. And uh, yeah, that's it. I, I think that's like fair. I don't want to go back to Mission Impossible, but like that watching that first movie, it. <laughs> It is kind of dated, but like it's fun. You've got to enjoy it for yeah. what it is yeah, versus sure. what it like. You can't pretend it was released yesterday. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Emotion for for Dune has to be a little better than Blade Runner because they kind of tried to keep their the plot for Blade Runner a bit too secret, and maybe that put people off. Um, I know we personally kind of like that, but from like a marketing standpoint, no, well, yeah, they, we don't like it, but we understand. Much, no? Yeah. Because they showed Harrison Ford in the trailer. Well, yeah. they kind of had to, because yeah. that was like one of the things where it was like, if you don't show him and people, they had to make him part of the marketing. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for this one. Um, so we'll go to the next one. Uh, hopefully we get a lot of comments from this there was, one. I, I noticed some people uh, already chiming in about this topic. Excellent. Let's get to it. So Christopher Nolan, one of my personal favorite directors, um, is returning to IMAX with The Dark Knight because it's just celebrated its 10-year anniversary. Yes. Uh, the only, the, it's, 
it's cool and it's not because it's only playing in Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, and Toronto. Wow. So if you live in any of those Nowhere cities, we live. <laughs> good for you. If you live close, maybe go for a little drive. It might be worth it because it's going back to theaters in 70 millimeter, That's which really is really cool. That's pretty cool, cool yeah. 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 I can't imagine making the road trip out. I've seen this movie so many times that I like I, I don't need to see it again. And I, I saw, would love to I see it in theaters too. So yeah, imagine uh, seeing it with an audience, all super passionate about the movie because they're seeing it in seventy millimeter. Yep. And I was I was thinking like I don't even remember seeing it in theaters. Like I've watched this movie I think at at least ten times, but I don't remember seeing it in the theater. So really? going back and seeing it in the way it's supposed to be meant to be seen with 70 mil, that would be really cool. I think I saw this movie six times in theaters. Really? Wow. Yeah. I think I've, I've, never, knows, I've eh? never seen this uh, a movie more than that. Like, I am someone that likes to go back to the theater yeah. if I really like a movie, but I don't think I've ever seen a movie in the theater more than I've seen The Dark Knight. Uh, you have to keep in mind it was in an era where I was like, it was summer vacation. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Let's yeah. go see it. too, man. Yeah, just yeah. go yeah. over I, and over. I distinctly back remember the, the day seeing this, like, and being so hyped yeah. about like that Joker performance. Um, oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Phoebe, what about you? Did you see it in theaters? I really don't remember. I'm. I mean, I've seen <laughs> that movie a lot of times as well. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I just don't remember. So I think it would be a cool experience, obviously. But like. You know why are they why are they re-releasing it? Like I, I'm just curious. Like I just wonder. I mean, like, I think it's just a money grab. Why. Honestly, like, I think well, it's just a money sure, grab. It's yeah. for sure. It's 100% a money grab. Yeah. But it's because they know people are passionate about it. And that has and that's it's, it's, it's a great movie. You know yeah. what I'm not saying? It's not a great movie. Fair. It's just like, you know, why do you need to put it back in theaters? It's obvious. I can tell you for sure that if it was playing in a city near me, I'd be I'd be there. Oh, there me too. I would be there. Day for one. That's so, really cool. Yeah. What, what about our audience? Would Are they uh, chomping at the bit? Here. Uh, Excellent. Alvin Shanklin says, damn it, Nolan, have my money again. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. yes. I agree. <laughs> Very accurate. Please, it's like that it. Fry meme from, uh, yeah, exactly. from Futurama. Just, like, just shut up and take my money. Please. A sad comment. Uh, sad, uh, Sam uh, Reed, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Sam Reed, Sam Reed uh, says, disappointed for me, I live in India. I yeah. mean, we're also disappointed. I mean, we live in Montreal, so we're disappointed too. too. Much, that much, yeah, uh, we feel your pain. Um, some kid Evan says the Dark Knight alone beats the MCU. I don't know. That's a pretty controversial. Okay, that kind of leads us. That. that leads us into a, a talking point, does it not? Pretty nicely. I mean, yeah, it does. I would agree. Uh, I I mean, I like the MCU movies, but we've talked about this many times on the show. There's yes. just it's, it's overload for me at this point, and you know. Dark Knight, it's just three movies, superb trilogy. The movie itself, The Dark Knight, is the best superhero movie of all time. So I think that's enough to propel it above MC okay. status, in my opinion. I would like. I want to see what some of the comments yeah. think, but I want to see your guys. I'm chomping. At, I'm first. chomping at the bit right Here now. Here we go. I'm jumping <laughs> chomp, in. Chomp, chomp. I, I just want to remind you, you've sure. seen The Dark Knight six times in theaters. Yes. So before you don't give so I don't think I have. To, I don't think at from. this point I have to justify my love for this movie. I think that's pretty clear. Um, I think here comes a big butt. It's not a big butt. It's there's there's a <laughs> distinction to be made. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, a distinction to be made, right? This is probably the best movie that has a superhero in it. Yeah. Are you saying it's not a superhero movie? It is a superhero movie, but I think. There are two ways of looking at it. Does this give me the feeling I get when I read a comic book, when I open up a, like a superhero comic book? No, not at all. Christopher Nolan wasn't interested in making that. He wanted to make a grounded, gritty, 
what would Batman be like in the real world? Mm-hmm. And he succeeded. It's a great movie. It's more of a crime movie. Oh, for sure. I was just it's a crime about drama. to say yeah. that, that it feels so much more like a crime drama than like if you compare it to like Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is like this <laughs> colorful, fun, you know, and I'm not saying like The Dark Knight isn't the best superhero movie ever made because I I am inclined to agree with that. Like I've never seen a yes. movie that really like made me feel that way. Like it's yeah. just so incredible. The performance is everything. But it's not really a superhero movie by like today's definition of superhero movie with like, yeah. you know, Avengers Infinity War yes. and Deadpool. And it's just really in a, in a league of its own. Yeah. And if we're talking like legacy like Marvel hasn't really ever made like a horrible superhero movie in DC Marvel Studios has never made Marvel yeah. Studios yeah. Like that trilogy the Dark Knight trilogy is like so the, far removed the, from the anything best. else yeah yeah the um, best and that's why I love it so. I, that's why I love this movie so much this trilogy because it's so grounded in reality yeah and I think I just connect with that a bit more. It is yeah. like the peak of of like a director getting what they want. I think in terms of like a superhero movie, like you yep. just see like all these Marvel movies. I think have that like Disney stamp on it that yeah. they can't really do much with it. But like this is just like they let him run with Pure it. Nolan. This movie basically yeah. let Christopher Nolan do whatever the hell yeah. he wanted to do oh, after sure. this. Yeah. He did Inception after this, and then he, you know Interstellar, huge budget. So he's he's amazing. Carte blanche to do whatever amazing. he wants. Um, yeah. Stefan Boxy says Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Spider Man Two are all on the Dark Knight level. That is a Okay. Bit controversial. I, I would ask thank all you good so picks. much for commenting, but no, you're I, wrong. I, I, just, you are no wrong. I think I think there's a point to be made there. I think Spider-Man 2 is certainly in the conversation. I think Civil War should be in the conversation. I think Civil War is excellent and probably of the Marvel movies, the one that gives me like both sides of it, where it is a great movie, but it also feels like I'm reading a comic book and it has like all those characters and that it's yeah. bright and fun, but it's also Willing to go into the darker parts of the of the narrative, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think there are a lot of movies that are in the conversation. But in terms of like the legacy, nothing like Dark Knight. If you ask twenty people, nineteen of them will say yeah. Dark Knight is yeah. the best. I mean, yeah, we me, found the one who. Uh, yeah. If you, if, if you asked me, I'd say that Ant Man the Wasp is on <laughs> the Dark Knight. Liam just loves okay. seeing salt shakers grow like three times, yes. three hundred times. You love Hello Kitty or, more has giant salt shakers in my movies, please. Coming from someone who doesn't even really like superhero movies. Me? Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's, I, that might be crazy. Um, yeah. Let's see a few more comments. Sam, so, so Sam Reed said I could call um, Sammy. Um, only better movie than The Dark Knight is Logan, Wonder Woman. And Logan 2. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Logan, Logan is 2. not better, but it's a, it's second place. I think Logan opinion. is on the level of The Dark Knight. There's a lot of people saying Logan. Yeah, Logan's Logan, definitely up definitely. there, too. Yeah. Uh, so to wrap that up, um, if we were playing in Montreal, I would definitely see it. 100%. Of course. Um, so if I were suggesting to you guys, if you live in L.A., New York, San Francisco, or Toronto, definitely see it in 70 millimeter. Uh, 70 millimeter it's going to be quite the Do experience. it for us. Yes. Do it for us. All right, so the next section here is called The Cutting Room Floor. These are the three stories that didn't quite make the cut in the original episode. Um, But before we jump into that, I just want to tell you guys, if you like what you're seeing, be sure to subscribe to the channel. And it's also an audio podcast, so you can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you missed the live version. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or you just want to hear the dulcet tones of our voices yet again, again. Yeah, that's right. on your commute. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just prefer audio. Yeah. So the first um, story on the cutting room floor is uh, Jason Blum. He's been on the show a lot. Well, he hasn't been on, <laughs> on the show, the but show. we've been, he's been on, on our show. <laughs> <laughs> we've he been talking about him quite, uh, quite frequently. Yeah. He's all over the news. Um, so Jason Blum and James Wan are teaming up together, and they're producing a new horror movie called Megan. And it's stylized with a three. The E is a three. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. threes are terrifying. They've yeah. made they've made like, you know, a lot of really cool horror movies. I I read like a synopsis for this yes. movie where it's, it's like right? about like they make like an AI doll, I guess, to yeah. take take care of someone who recently lost a family member and yeah. then it gets like overprotective. Like creepy yeah. and they also had like a lot of success with Annabelle and that franchise and I think that this yeah. is just like another way for them to get into like the the scary doll game it's yeah like, I find that's a very good point I didn't actually think of it yeah. that way but then when you compare like typical creepy like I don't know Victorian doll and then <laughs> robot doll like one's clearly scary they're both the dolls other. a doll is a doll and a doll is a doll. it's creepy doll. as hell and I'll ask yeah. the audience if they're afraid of a robotic doll are you afraid of dolls and while we wait for answers Justin uh, what do you think? Of well, this? that makes me think <laughs> that they've found a way to, like, make it more believable that a doll would ca- come after you. I mean, I can totally see reading in ten years, reading a story like robot doll kills family. It's like, yeah. remember well, that well, AI doll that said that she wanted to kill all humans, Sophia? No. Yes. Yeah. Creepy. creepy. This That's is probably like where this vibes. came from. There's probably uh, definitely some inspiration Damn. in some real life events, that man. Is, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think Blumhouse is hit or miss. But we've, we're always raving about their method and their the way that they make movies. Yeah. And well, I'm very, you guys are. I'm not completely okay. sold. I feel, like I said, they, they have, like, a few really good movies that come out. But for the most part, they're just, like, a lot of them are kind of For every man. truth or dare, there is a get out. Like, they, yeah. they go True. on both sides, man. I feel it's, like, for every three truth or dare style <laughs> movies, maybe. there's one good one. This, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think this movie is going to do so well. Like, people mm-hmm. love that creepy doll stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this one's going to be a robot makes it even scarier. Does because our, uh, that's the world we live in. What does our yeah, audience have true. to say? Yeah. Uh, Alvin Shanklin, again, uh, says, dolls are creepy, stop it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't uh, like it either. I, don't I, like I get it. it. Sammy <laughs> says, uh, artificial intelligence, new killer doll. I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking iRobot, but like, yeah. Oh, true, yeah. Creepier. Good point. Yeah. Creepy iRobot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can just picture the pitch do meeting, I man. See, you don't... Uh, do I have to see the first two Megans to to get this? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Megan. We'll have to we'll have to check with our buddy Jason because I can't believe they skipped the <laughs> they skipped to three right away. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that that stylization. I'm a I'm, I'm a big detractor of stylized titles. Just make it easy, man. Just I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Are there any predictions as to what that that might signify? It's just it's just it's just a number. Do you really think yeah, just to make it seem more That's, robotic? Um there's a few interesting <laughs> comments just came in. Uh Jason Barnes says uh Chucky was the ultimate killer doll. Oh, I forgot about Chucky. Okay. You just thought he's coming back. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot then, about Chucky and he's coming back. It, he is coming back, yeah. yeah. And in a few years, we're going to have Megan versus Chucky, hopefully. Oh, Megan versus That'd be Chucky. Sweet. That's actually, you may have just but inspired and put out some thing in the universe where that will happen. I can see it. Where yeah. does Annabelle fit in all this, though? She's still stuck in her That's, case. That would be the, the sequel to <laughs> Megan versus Chucky. Yeah. Megan yeah. versus Animal versus Chucky. It's like a playoff seating. Yeah, she's Annabelle has the bye. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like, they have to the fight. Any other good comments? Uh, Thomas Gonzalez also says, now Hollywood is just combining horror tropes. What else oh, is new? They've <laughs> been, I agree with that. Been, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, technology is clearly going into that direction. I mean, there are like pet robot dogs now, so kind of, yeah. you know. The world's a scary place already. Yeah. Yep. So the next one here, um, as fun as that was, talking about robotic evil dolls. Um, this one's interesting. AMC has teamed up with Facebook, and they're actually going to be able to sell tickets 
on Facebook. On so Facebook? Facebook itself will be selling movie tickets. I think that's so really just, convenient. That's yeah, like that's a really it. good thing. And I, th- I think it was to sort of uh, counteract MoviePass because they were having some problems with that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it just makes it easier to buy movie tickets. I don't. It's yeah, yeah. This whole movie movie pass fiasco has been pretty crazy. Eh? Like I think I don't know if yeah. movie theaters are scared, um, but like it seems like movie pass is also like kind of failing because that uh, model just like shouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, weird. it's there's gonna be something that happens in the marketplace that like disrupts the way that movie theaters work right now. It's yeah. not working right yeah. with Netflix and movies releasing directly to consumers. Just like all the time via Amazon and all these like subscription services where they're just like, let's skip the movie theater. I think movie theaters have, they can rely on those big temple movies like Infinity War and stuff like yeah. that. But when it comes to like other times of the year, like what are, what are movie theaters supposed to do in January? Like uh, notorious months yeah. where nothing comes out, where it's just a dead zone. Yeah. I think they have to find a way to create a subscription model where they can stay alive. Who's out? when it gets hot, but they'll still be able to survive when it's not. Yeah. yeah. Those on the chat, um, do you would you buy tickets on Facebook? I think I would. It seems like very convenient, but at the same time, is it maybe like a little invasive? You're on Facebook and then there are ads coming up like, oh, yeah, but that's buy tickets Facebook's for this and this. Business model that's at this Facebook point. Already, like, yeah. I, like you're talking about, we're going to be talking about this and our phones are listening right now and then it's going to be like, oh, do you want to <laughs> oh buy this God. movie pass? This like, is true. But does that does that bug you? It's kind of like no. when you go to a public bathroom and then there's an ad in your face as you're like, <laughs> it's just like, why? This and it is doesn't so cheap. bother me. That's just the reality no. of, of our lives now. Anything, uh, anything fancy Dark. in the comments there, Liam? Um, Nile says, why aren't movie theaters doing more previews? I don't know. That's a pretty that's a hot take. pretty hot take. Why? <laughs> okay. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of just, you know, there's too many previews. There's, there's a pretty heated debate about uh, Rotten Tomatoes going on in the comments. Oh, cool. And then Whoa. Sammy says, only time I like tomatoes is on pizza, not in a movie review. And pasta. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with him. This, yeah. These guys are the best. <laughs> um, okay, Stefan, Stefan Boxy says, subscription movie theater services are dangerous. Uh, they don't usually include IMAX or 3D or Dolby, which mm. undercuts everything that makes going to the movie special and different. Yeah. That's a really good point, actually. Um, and I think they have to find a way to address that. I don't think it's impossible. Um, but you're right, because that is a big part of how movie theaters make their money. When a new movie comes out, they have eight different versions of the same yeah. showing. Yep. Standard, 3D, yep. IMAX 3D. Here we have uh, AVX, where it's like reserved seating. There's yep. a bunch of different ways yep. where they can upsell you on your ticket. Yeah. And I think finding a way to meld the subscription service with that, like Netflix has tiers, right? Like you can get yes. the, the single service right. Netflix, or you can get the family Netflix that three people go watch at once. Yeah. There's the 4K. So yep. I finally just need to find a way to make it work. Yeah. But sure. it, it will work. I mean, it, other than dying, what else can movie theaters really do than find a way to survive? Yeah, yeah. It's fair. It's yeah, just it's fair. fear by the movie theaters. Because Netflix has, yeah. is And I would be afraid, everything. too, if I Jason, a movie theater. Jason Barnes agrees with it. says Netflix destroys the movies or destroyed True. the movies. That's like an, a debate that we had in another thing, though. I don't I don't know that it destroys movies. Like, maybe it's, like, threatening the movie theater system, but I don't think that that would ever die. That's such a classic thing. Yeah. It's such, like, you know, Yeah, especially for those thing. big budget, like, those the big Marvel movies. People and all still want to see them it's, it's, on the big yeah. screen. Yeah. It's fun watching them together. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Everyone's on Facebook all the time anyway. So, it, I mean, it makes it easy to buy tickets. So, we'll yeah. leave it at that. I don't think it solves um, the problem, but yeah, you're but right. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> so, um, the last story in the cutting room floor, I was really excited about this. It's a bit older news, but we had to talk about it. We couldn't ha- not have this story on the Cinephiles. Zombieland 2 is happening. Zombieland is getting a sequel. It's being released in October of 2019, and everyone is coming back. Emma Stone's coming back. Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Abigail Breslin. 
especially you in the comments. Uh, what do you think? I'm stoked. I'm so happy. There's an argument like, oh, did we really need a second one? Do we ever no. need a second no. movie of anything? No, but we don't. But I mean, when you get a cast this amazing back yeah. together and... You know, working on a story that was clearly amazing. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's what about surprising you guys? that everyone is coming back. Yeah, I like, agree. Yes, especially, especially the career trajectory. I mean, of a lot other of them. than Abigail Breslin, she's yeah. still doing good. But everyone apart from her are like tip-top A-list actors, man. And even um, Woody Harrelson, he, I mean, his career wasn't at the heights it was today. Like I, I think that say. movie. Surprised when he was cast in that yeah. movie, it was like, "Oh, really? Woody Harrelson's in this? Does he yeah. do like TV stuff mostly?" And then he kind of took off to the point where he was like Oscar nominated and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, very very cool. Yeah. So you guys stoked? Yeah, I'm of so course. Excited. Yeah. yeah. Michelle says wait. I'm excited for Zombieland too. Excellent. I'm excited for Zombieland. <laughs> I'm a little Michelle. disappointed. I mean, he did die in the first one, but oh, um, yeah. oh why am I blanking on? You got to help me out with his name. Oh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill yeah, F he's, Murray. he's he's not coming back. Well. But apparently he's doing another zombie movie, so right. to get his revenge, he's yeah. like, "You didn't invite me back." Jim yeah. uh, Jim Jarmusch oh, uh, yeah, yeah, zombie movie, so oh, very cool. Yeah, but I, I mean, uh, I'm excited. I'm wondering how the story, like, how they're going to progress the story. What's going to happen? What are the comments yeah. saying? Um, so Neela is saying the only good thing about part one was Woody Harrelson, and I like my zombie movies wow. serious and gritty. Whoa. Oh. Uh, Alvin okay. Shanklin says zombie land for the win. Who cares if we need a second one? I agree. True. That, SHIT was hilarious. Shit? I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> no Shit. swearing on Cinephiles. That's fine. We'll allow it. Uh, yes, Zombieland was such a great movie. <laughs> we all love the double tap. Jason Barnes. Oh, yeah. That oh, classic. Yeah. That, like, the setup of, like, the rules of yes. Zombieland is so great. I think that like, whole one of yeah. the sequence is amazing. Best yeah. opening credit sequences ever made. Yeah. Um, Evan says, <laughs> I'm excited for more zombie kills of the week. Oh yeah. yes, that was a great part of it zombie. too. I wonder how Man, many what of those a little fun tropes movie. they're going to bring back. Yeah. I can anticipate us doing a rewatch of that uh, once yes. we yeah. get more information about yeah. Zombieland Two. Who knows? Looking forward like, to it. Is Emma Stone's character still with Jesse Eisenberg? Are they still yeah. together? Has Woody Harrelson become like a legit father figure? And like, is it going to take place like years after the first one? Like, are they all still alive? Well, I guess they'll have to with Abigail because she was very young in the first movie, so they'll kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about a couple new releases real quick. Uh, the Equalizer 2 is coming out. Looks good. Yeah. You think so? Didn't yeah. see the first one. I'm not sold on it. Uh, I don't think our audience cares about the Equalizer. <laughs> Antoine Fuqua <laughs> hasn't. He's made. hit or miss, but I think. I think oh, he's hit and then miss, miss everything miss, 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 miss. since uh, training day, in my opinion. Okay. Hot. Hot. What else did he made? Oh, he did the, did he do the one, the, the cops? The no, that was, that was, no uh, that's, that was David Ayer. David oh, Ayer. Yeah, that sorry. was the last good David Another Ayer movie. Director I lump in the same category. That's, that's why fair. I'm getting it mixed up. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah. But I mean, enough to 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 have them produce a sequel that's yep. coming out this week. Also, uh, Unfriended, the dark, uh, Unfriended Dark Web is Jake coming out. Jake Paul is in this movie. Wait, really? Yes. He's not. Yes, I looked because I was so confused. I was like, didn't we already have this movie? Didn't this movie already exist with the, the the the, the what's the movie called? You know when they were on Skype? Yeah. It's a sequel. Oh, it's a sequel. Yeah. It's a sequel. Oh, okay. Well, Phoebe. then I'm stupid. But <laughs> no, like I I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw Jake Paul on the cast list and I was like, but. I hope they brought him on. Like, just to I, kill him off? The, the commenters, maybe you love him. I hate him. But yes, I hope they brought him on just to give him like a brutal Probably. Death. I could see that happening. Well, at That's least really in this dark. movie, what's a little more interesting, in the first one, it was like ghost yeah. computer. But this one's like based in reality, This kind one's, of? yeah. It's like 
dark web inter- traffickers on the internet. It's like dark, sh- dark shit, man. It's pretty. What are our commenters hardcore. saying? Uh, so just jumping back to Equalizer Two, uh, yep. Alvin Shanklin says Denzel killing people is just fun to watch. I agree. I agree that's with fair. That. I, I agree. I that's with fair. That. Great point. Yeah. Um, Michelle says unfriended looks spooky. It does. Spooky. I hope I guess. so. I mean, that, that's what they're going. Do for. people still <laughs> have like Skype group chats though? Is that still a thing? Maybe. Yeah, I, that's what's really weird. I don't. I haven't done that. In <laughs> it seems years, like such a high school yeah, thing to yeah. do. Yeah. I get the movie literally falls apart without it. So they're just <laughs> yeah. like, we're gonna make people think that Skype is still a thing. Yeah, Declan true. F says Jay Paul should be in no movie ever. Which, good, good you. point. Great with point. With the exception, you. Declan, okay. you, Declan, you should be making movies. I'm Comments okay with him week. being brutally like yeah. taken well, out. Well, Alvin Shanklin movie. agrees. He says murder him like Bieber and Zoolander. Yes. Oh. Yes. Nice. And then Michelle Absolutely. says, "Go, go, 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 ghost computer." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Uh, I remember watching the trailer and like the first scene is like the dude. Oh, I finally got a new computer. Yeah, it was in the lost and found in this cafe for like two <laughs> weeks, and all his friends are like. You stole a computer? I was like, I didn't steal it. No yeah. one claimed it. I was like, okay. Haunted All right. computer. Haunted computer. Yeah. Well, almost. So those are the new releases, guys. I mean, if you want to see them, check them out. I'm sure they're playing in a theater near you. Yep. Um, and that basically wraps up the show, guys. Um, we're doing this again next week. And a reminder, we're going to be watching Step Brothers for its lovely 10th year anniversary. Yes. So watch it. Join us on the live stream again. Uh, we can talk about it. Let Have us know a good if you like the format, the new format. Yeah. Yes, uh, let's it was know. fun. It was Please. fun chatting with everyone. Yeah, if anyone great wants to comments, say bye, thank yeah, you. Great comments. Let us know now. Um, and as I guess it's time for my sign out. So thank you very much for watching Cinephiles Extended Cut. Be sure to subscribe to the channel for more. And as usual, uh, we're also in audio form on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So we hope you liked this new and improved live version. And we'll see you next time, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Cheese. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to our Mojo Talks YouTube channel for the video version of The Cinephiles Extended Cut.